They used to say, don't trust anyone over 30. Of course, they said that until they turned 30. Then they didn't trust anyone under 30. Well, generational mistrust seems to be the case in Iran, and it's resulted in serious social problems. That's because two-thirds of the country's population is under 30, and the people who don't trust them are the people in power. And so young Iranians must navigate a web of restrictions on their behavior, appearance, and access to entertainment. The world's Quill Lawrence reports from Tehran. Iran's demographic bubble has been swelling for years. In the late 1990s, it coincided with a reformist government that promised social openness, but delivered little on that promise. And since the hardline president Mahmoud Ahmadinejad was elected in 2005, younger people have felt the boundaries tightening. That seems to make the need for some kind of escape a bit more urgent. One place to feel far away from the pressure of Tehran is the ski slopes on the mountains along the city's northern edge. Western pop music is piped in at the bottom of the ski lift. Young men and women slide by enjoying the warm sunshine, their hair flowing in the wind. But this is Iran, and women's hair in particular isn't supposed to be flowing in public. On a recent visit, a few police stood at the lodge reminding women to tuck in their ponytails and cover up with a hijab or headscarf. The young women made no effort to hide their frustration. The slopes are usually a hijab-free zone. But many young people say they feel the spaces where they can relax are growing scarce. In the past year, the government has deployed a special police force to ensure social safety. The Golestan Mall in North Tehran is one of the city's most fashionable venues. It's Iran's New Year holiday season, and a young man dressed a bit like Santa Claus is dancing and singing in the street. But the atmosphere is a bit tense. A young woman named Tara says the police were just round, arresting women who didn't fit the dress code. Tara herself is skirting the edge with bleached blonde hair falling out of her hijab and plenty of makeup. She says she's been arrested quite a few times, once after she tried to run from the police. It makes her angry, but she feels helpless. That's the point, says another young man. It's about showing their power and scaring us, I guess, to put us under pressure. And are they succeeding? Of course they've su succeeded. Not totally, but yes. There's no specific rule. That's the biggest problem. It's one rule that says you can't look like blah, blah, blah. So, uh, and if you dress up, they can get you. If you don't dress up, they can get you. It, the, there's a, it, the rule is blank. It's open for them to do anything they want. He and two female friends don't want to give their names. They've got hair and makeup that wouldn't seem out of place at a goth club. And they've all been arrested before. They told us you have to protect your hair, your body, because of the men in the country. So very bad. They took our picture. Um, they take your picture and they tell you if you get if we get you again we have your picture. You have been here before. Like thieves, like we have stolen something, like we have attacked somebody. The young man has flat, straight brown hair falling over one pierced eyebrow. But he says even before the eyebrow stud he had trouble with the police. For example, my hair my hair is actually curly. And they told me, you can't have your hair like that. I said, my hair, my hair is curly. I was born like this. What, what can I do about that? And I have to straighten my hair so they won't tell me any. I have to straighten it. 
just to look the way they want. He says it's gotten to him, and he actually has nightmares about getting busted. But he's quick to add one thing. Don't forget, Iran is very, is a very, very good country, very good people. It just has some really big problems, but it's not a bad country at all. The big problems Iran has, inflation, unemployment, and pariah status in the West, are all bigger than the hijab issue. But one young woman named Magdat says she thinks the government is trying to keep people focused on small things. Just in case uh, we won't think about other movements, or, I, I don't know, we, we won't think, you know, <laughs> I will just think of how, how, what should I wear and, and that would be my problem. Her companion identifies himself as Faraz. He says several of his university classmates are in jail for political activity. The hijab patrols seem small, he says, but they're meant to keep Iran's burgeoning youth population in line. We have many problems, and this is a small thing. This are you able to do anything about your, these big problems? No, Nobody of course there. not. No, his friends are in jail. <laughs> All of them scared. The chief of Iran's judicial authorities did not respond to a request for comment on this story. But with the increased strength of the hardline government after this month's elections, social control may get tighter. That would coincide with warmer weather, which makes covering up from head to toe even less appealing for Tehran's young women. For The World, this is Quill Lawrence, Tehran.